There are times where you got to take the time. You know it, and I know it. And we are right now in the thick of the holiday season. And before Grandma and Grandpa show up or the crazy uncle or everything else, you may want to take this moment to take the time. And that's what we did. Get ready for the onslaught that is coming. And that's why we went to Arturo Fuente, the Hemingway masterpiece. People, it's a 9 by 52 It's eat, drink, smoke, or we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And when I say 9 by 52 this cigar from Arturo Fuente, the Hemingway masterpiece, is a 9 by 52 9 means 9 inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 52, that would be the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Oh, if only gets a, a simple tee-hee for a 52. Now you know what Fingers is all about. Arturo Fuente is a brand that I've come back to. I will admit, I stayed away for years, maybe a decade, and made the commitment this year to, well, realize or ask myself why I was staying away. Like, there are brands we, we love and then we fall out of favor with. Sometimes, if you want to really build that palette, you got you to gotta be a comebacker. You got to kind of see what's going on and, and what's possible with it. And so it started with things like the 858. And then for me, a go-to is the King T. This, the Hemingway, comes in two different styles. It comes in a natural and it comes in a Maduro. The Maduro is an exceedingly rare wrapper. The natural is the African Cameroon. And I admit freely, I am a sucker for a Cameroon wrapper. We're talking about Africa people. And a Cameroon wrapper is often described as toothy, Fingers Malloy. Toothy is what you're going for. And that refers to the actual feel of the uh, cigar. It's a rougher kind of texture. When you feel the cigar, it almost feels like, a, you could almost like feel like a waffle pattern. <laughs> oh, almost like a seersucker suit kind of thing going on. And whatever that is, that texture that goes along with the flavor that a Cameroon brings just brings me joy. I talk about the, the Rocky Patel 2003 Cameroon that just knocks me cold. It's like one of my all-time favorites. Fingers Malloy, where are you on this? Well, first of all, this is the longest cigar we've ever reviewed on Eat, Drink, Smoke, isn't this it? This is actually bigger than the digger we did from the Florida Dominicana, which was so big, we never finished it. <laughs> we never finished the La Florida Dominicana digger. Yeah, this is the longest cigar because this is longer than some of the Salamones that we've done. I feel like I've got half a nunchuck. Nunchuck? Numchuck? Nun? Nunchuck? Uh, is Nunchuck the plural? I, I, I don't know. Let's call the whole thing off. I feel like I've got half of one of those in my hand. This thing's huge, but it doesn't feel unnatural in the hand. And it's not it's not overly heavy. Uh, it feels good in the hand. Uh, I'm getting some creamy notes, tobacco. Uh, not a lot of pepper or anything like that. Yeah, so so it's very interesting. We just lit this up, and the, the, the flavors off the bat, I will admit, are confusing. Now, when we smoke a cigar, we break it down. First third, second third, and final third. That's how uh, we we do it. So you want to get your notebook out. What'd you eat that day? What'd you drink that day? All that is going to have an effect on how it is you're experiencing the cigar. What's the weather? It's actually a touch mild for December in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we are at Blend Bar Cigar. Um, but there is a uniqueness lingering on the tongue. Yeah. That is, for me... A bit grass. It is a bit butter. There is a spice, but much more a white pepper than a black pepper. 
it's really hold on one second richard payton step right up to the microphone now if you guys don't know richard payton richard is the first official cigar sommelier in america there he is he is the very first guy to do it and richard good to see you right here we're smoking the hemingway masterpiece yes and so what we're what we're gathering is on my tongue right off the bat because we've just lit it up in the first third I've got some grass, I've got some butter, and what I am calling, uh, uh, I'm going to call a white pepper. Fingers isn't experiencing a pepper so much, but what what are you getting? Creamy and tobacco, and there there's a, a light pepper, but not nothing that is uh, overwhelming the palate. But it's lingering. It is. The whole tongue is coated. So we're doing the natural, not the Maduro. Sure, sure. How would you describe this? You know what? I, I think both of you gentlemen have kind of nailed it. One thing I always say specifically about an individual's palate is even though they're also very similar, uh, this, they're incredibly similar, the differences are stunning. That, to me, is the first thing I always say. Uh, there are any number of cigars that I've enjoyed, specifically the one that you're the masterpiece. Um, I actually get, on that first third, I actually get some very subtle leather notes to it. Um, but then again, I'm probably getting that on the retrohale. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what a retrohale is, that's where you basically exhale about 75 to 85% of the smoke and then pull the remainder back through your sinuses and exhale it through your nose. Right. Um, again, a great thing to do is to think about cigars the same way you think about wine. And I'm going to make this point, and it should make some sense. Again, more surface area with basically the larger the surface area, the more you're going to actually experience. We discuss this so often with Lanceros, sure. where you have less binder and filler, yep. more wrapper. The flavor is in the wrapper. Absolutely. So when you're dealing with a nine-inch cigar that's only a 52 ring gauge, yep. you're really getting an above-average so balance. Much, so much of the wrapper is going to come out. It's just going to be so pronounced. So you think we're okay. You think that we've hit the flavors, right? I think you've hit the flavors, but you know, to me... I think every cigar, again, like a great bottle of wine, once you actually decant it, it's going to evolve. I'm going to be very curious to see where what you men start to pick up uh, as you start to go through it even further. Is this a cigar? Let me steal your lighter yeah, right here please. for a touch-up. Is this a cigar you need to lay down? Which is a question we get asked a lot. Like uh, sometimes a cigar will come to you and it's actually a little green, and you got to just let it sit in your humidor for a month or two. Is I, the Hemingway I, masterpiece? I, you know what? I, for any of the special release Hemingway, for any of the special release cigars, I will say lay them down for a good two to three months. Now, my rule of thumb with limited edition cigars has always been this. I buy three. One for now. Well, one to smoke, one to share, and one to lay down. Um, and you know what? That's, that's the, in my opinion, that's sort of the beauty of the cigar world. You know, um, you share a cigar with a friend. It's just a very nice way of just saying, you know what? I respect, I admire you, um, and you know what? I want you to experience something that I absolutely love. That's why I have fingers. That's exactly it. Richard Payton, Blend Bar Cigar. Appreciate you, man. Always. Thank you. Look at us. We kind of know what we're doing. Now, the question, Fingers Malloy, and by the way, the draw on this is beautiful. I've got a very shallow, straight uh, cut on the cap, right? It was was, was, uh, at at the tip, and it kind of opens itself uh, up uh, there. The question, Fingers Malloy, is... Is this in your humidor? It's the Arturo Fuente Hemingway Masterpiece, 9x52, Cameroon wrapper. Is it in your humidor at 15 bucks a stick? <laughs> well, being that I'm only in the first third of the first third, uh, right? it's, it's hard. You're to, in the first sixth. <laughs> I did the math all by myself. Wow. Can't believe I only got a C+. Plus. 
Uh, at this point, of course. Uh, it looks like a very great value. Uh, at, at that price, I, we're, we're going to be smoking this for two hours. It's a, it is absolutely a two-hour cigar in that, me, in that me, a mild, medium kind of category. But if you don't have the time, don't smoke it. Uh, let right. me say that now. You have to be able to dedicate the time for everything the cigar is going to do throughout. Very different in the first five minutes than after 50 minutes. And at the 50-minute mark, you're still going to have an hour to go. The Arturo Puente Hemingway Masterpiece Natural. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. If you're not protecting your investment, what's the point of the investment? That's why Fingers Malloy only invests in plastics. It's the future. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. We talk humidors and the, the protection of your investment in cigars because with, without that, we, you really do have nothing. And it's not that the humidor has to cost you hundreds of billions of dollars. It's that it has to make sense, A, to your budget, but you have to understand that what you're protecting is a huge part of your budget. Ian Bennett is with us from Case Elegance, caseelegance.com. We talk about their humidors. You use coupon code EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke. You're going to get free monogramming on uh, the humidor. They're, they're very, very cool. Fingers Malloy has one. Ian, good to see you. This, this conversation comes up a lot about the idea of dollars to value when talking about a humidor. So the question is, when you guys are making humidors, and we'll get into how, how you do it, is there is there a price point involved? Is there a moment where what you're buying is nothing more than a problem waiting to happen, or 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 can you find it? Does a humidor have to cost you a thousand bucks in order to work? First off, thank you for having me. Sure, um, glad to be here with you guys. Everyone's glad to be with <laughs> us. I think that's that's a given. There we go. Um, so. Absolutely not. They don't need to be a thousand dollars in price. You know, I think that's why we we saw an opportunity here in this market. Is you know we came direct to consumer uh, pricing model, and we said, well, how can we, you know, design and manufacture the best humidor for the best value, and not cut corners on design, aesthetics, and function, right? Which is the most important aspect. So wh where where are the corners cut? Like, is the corner cut in the type of wood, the the cedar? Or is it cut in, the, in, in how you engage the humidity? Where, where is that problem seen? Actually, it's seen probably in all of those points. Um, you can notice primarily is like the thickness of cedar. So something that we add in our humidors uh, is like five millimeter thick combing. Um, and most humidors don't have that. They have like a 0.5 millimeter combing around. Um, we call it homing? Combing. Combing. Yeah, so that's just like a veneer that okay. they put inside. So that's the primary way that they cut corners. And that cuts costs significantly. So, But what it also cuts is you know, how easy it is to manage your humidor, maintain the humidity. The more cedar you have in there, typically, the, the, the better it's going to maintain humidity for your cigars. One of the things uh, coming into this world many, many years ago was a a good seal and b a good hinge. Yeah, that if you it, it, it's amazing the places the humidity can leak Escape. from, and the hinge is a big one. Yeah, that's I, it's a great point actually. So <laughs> in our early days of testing, 
we noticed there was like a you know one to two millimeter gap because a lot of you'll you'll find in a lot of humidors the hinges are actually embedded in the walls right inside right. it's actually not a great seal it's not a great way to have him it's not a great way to put the hinges inside the humidor so all of our humidors have the hinges on the exterior and they're all custom as well so basically we're able to you know minimize any sort of gap that there is in that lid seal um so yeah you you're right on point there huh. Yeah. So how does the humidification system work in your humidors? Do people use the packs? Do you use distilled water or the pucks? What, what do you use? Yeah, so this is, um, this is like a, a big point of ours. When I, I think the new, customers of, the new customers of humidors really want like a turnkey solution with their cigars or with their humidors, right? So when they buy it, they, didn't, they don't want to necessarily now have to solve another problem, which is to humidify your humidor. Right. So what we, we we stepped back and we said, okay, let's do let's do all of this for them. So that's when we came up with this new kind of invention that we patented called the Hydro System. So it basically sits on the bottom, so you have perimeter like edge to edge humidification, and humidity rises. So you know every now and then, yeah, you have to rotate your cigars, but you, it's a much more like turnkey solution. So. You know, oftentimes you just have to add a little bit of humidor solution with the gel, and and there you go. Talking to Ian Bennett, CaseElegance.com. Your humidor people use promo code. It's actually a coupon code they call it, Fingers Malloy. Don't call it a promo code. <laughs> uh, EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke, and you will get free monogramming. The styles that you have, like the one you're, you brought here, and we'll have the pictures up on, on the website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, and on the Facebook page, Facebook.com. Slash eat, drink, smoke. This is a very military style here, which is super popular. To- totally not my style. One hundred percent not in my house in terms of this style. But I dig it. Um, this, I mean, it latches on the side. You can throw it off of a building. It does all the things. Is this what people are going to? Is that why you picked this style? And yeah. not all of them look like this. I bet this one does. This is one of your newer ones. Well, I, I think there's a correlation between, you know, our military personnel and cigars. And there's a strong one. It's one of the most requested items on the military base. And we absolutely support our troops. And, you know, I have many friends in my circle that love this aesthetic. And so I said, yeah, I, I think this is viable. Let's, let's go ahead and build something really, really cool here uh, that has that masculine, you know, BA vibe to it. So... What's the size? What, it, it, you know, size matters. <laughs> Fingers Malloy, they've been lying to you your whole life. <laughs> Never had that come up. Ouch. <laughs> I'm just going to let it just, <laughs> hey, just rest you, there. You started it. Yeah. I, I did. I feel good about it, too. <laughs> yeah. But the idea of do I get a, a humidor that holds 20? Do I get a humidor that holds 50? And I think people like see uh, humidors like this one here from Case Elegance that it clearly holds 100, 75 yeah. to 100. Yep. And people are like, when am I going to have 100 cigars? But that's not the point. It's, it's not about do you have. It's about what may come and, and, and making sure you're thinking to the future of function. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's also I would like to think of our humidors as a centerpiece as well. Right, <laughs> they're kind of a, a conversational piece as someone walks into your your man cave. Right, like, well, what is that? What do you have over there? Um, my humidor is in my dining room, by the way. My house is my man cave. I don't. I'm not here to mess around. I didn't just. Come, I didn't buy the house for the basement. That's my rule. The post steak stogie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pre, during, and post. Oh, I'm, I am go. all three. I love it. So, but like you, you sell most of the, of the hundred. 
No, I, I think we have quite a, a spectrum of you know sizes, and I think some people are just getting into it, right? They don't know that they want a hundred yet. They're like, you know, I'll start with twenty-five, right? Which I think, as you kind of enter any hobby, you kind of start lower, and then you kind of work your way up. Um, but yeah, I think we see like a pretty even sales distribution across all of our models. But we we do find that people wish, hey, we wish we bought the Octodor. We wish we got the military because now I have three humidors. Right. And it's like, well, just put it in your office. Ian Bennett, CaseElegance.com. Now, you call everything Claro, K-L-A-R-O. Yep. When five seconds, the name comes from what? Yeah, from Claro with a C, which is a light-colored tobacco leaf. Okay, but you spell it with a K. Yeah, yeah, we're just trying to be cool. And over at Case Elegance, you're getting into cigar subscriptions. So people can come to CaseElegance.com. And you can actually be a part of your cigar club, and you'll get four premium cigars each and every month. Yeah, so it's actually uh, clarocigars.com. Um, but yeah, I think... Okay, so it is. I, I wasn't sure. Claro Cigars with Claro a K, Cigar. K-L-A-R-O. Yep. Clarocigars.com. .com, yeah. And I think you know the whole idea came from... We have cu- customers that are just getting into this, right? And they come to us and they say, well, what the heck should we smoke? And we're like, well, this is an easy, you know, opportunity for us. We've already built trust in them as a customer. And we go, well, this is, you know, a, a great segue into saying, hey, we're going to provide you not only the best humidor, but the best cigars to fill that humidor. So that's ClaroCigars.com. Is, yep. it, is it a couple different tiers that you can do? or is Yeah. It- so we have, we have a uh, four and then we, you can also do a 10, 10 cigar subscription. So what we do that's different than anyone else is we have two boutique brands and then two what I call legacy brands which, right. which is like your Davidoffs and and those are all 90 plus rated so we're not skimping you out on any sort of quality with the cigars so you can get the four you can get the ten that's Claro yep. K-L-A-R-O yep. and you can Claro, also gift and you can gift them Claro Cigars with an S ClaroCigars.com CaseElegance.com for the humidors and use that coupon code EDS for Eat Drink Smoke and you'll get free uh, mon- monogramming. Ian Bennett, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you being here. He, he wants to say something else, but I- I'm up against it. No, no. I'll fill it in on another segment. People will stick around. Keep it here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Eat, Drink, Smoke, your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. So that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, the Arturo Fuente Hemingway masterpiece, the 9 by 52, the natural is what we are smoking. And I got to tell you, we, we've been doing so much, and a lot of things happening in between uh, the, the breaks. I had to set it down for a little bit, picked it back up. Uh, I grabbed it a little too hard and created a little cracking oh, on, no. on the wrapper right there. That's that's my fault. Uh, smoking lovely, and that I, I, that pepper, that white pepper that we were talking about in this, has definitely picked up. Not problematic, but is there. And for me, while I'm not getting the leather note as of yet, there's definitely a, a buttery, and there's also definitely a wood, like a wood grass going on for me with this Cameron wrapper. Yeah, for me, it's the uh, that that white pepper as well. Uh, some creamy notes and you know once it's amazing the power of suggestion tony as soon as richard said uh i get some leather the next time i i i, I took a nice draw i was like oh yeah there it is there yep. it is the power of suggestion tony it can happen it can happen to all of us in any way by the way fingers you really want to give me twenty dollars 
I do? It's, it's the power of suggestion. I was going, oh. I was trying my I, best. I, I you Mom, really do want to give me $25. Must give Tony 25 Hey, wait a minute. Did I say 25? I meant 40. It's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Well, what? Wow. Was that an old man sigh, or was that you looking at the news? Well, there's some troubling news, Tony. Uh, and this is out of Canada, but apparently this is turning into a thing. Uh, Apple has a product called an AirTag. Have you seen the AirTags? I have not seen the AirTags. Uh, well, it's an AirTag. It's a device that Apple released in April to help users keep track of belongings. You know, Is that like Tile, right? I think that's another one sure. of those things out there. Uh, well, carjackers are now using the AirTag uh, to, to steal high-end vehicles. They're putting the tag in a place where the owner won't notice it when they're out and about, following them home, and then stealing their car. Oh, you know, these thieves are very creative. They're thinking of things that you and I just haven't thought about. Um, that's creepy because if you could do it with a car, you, you can do it with a person. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. I had not considered such a thing. Oh, that's creepy. Now I'm worried about my Volt. You know, you don't have to worry about the Chevy Volt. I don't have to, don't have to no. worry about the Chevy Volt. No, no, no. But, no, no. but yeah, I mean, you have to check things like, you know, your... your your gas cap. They can put it right in the compartment there. Uh, unless you're heading to the gas station. There's it so many places. The, it goes in the wheel well. Nobody's looking. Oh, There's so man. many places where you could hide that. that That's a level of scumbaggery. <sighs> yeah. it's it, You just have to be careful, especially this time of year. I Near my home, you, we get the alerts, you know, uh, of uh, the break-ins and things like that. Uh, there was a break-in the other night. Someone broke into a car uh, and then they got a hold of the garage door opener in the car, opened the garage door, tried to get in the house. Thankfully, these people had an alarm system, and it, the alarm system scared the, the burglars away. But, man, especially this time of year, you have to watch out for all kinds of things. I Have you uh, lost anything off your porch yet, what they call porch pirates, what I call scumbags? <laughs> no, I have not, but part of that is I installed cameras finally. You installed what? Cameras. Oh, I've, did you? I have cameras all over the place now. So they're they're. Wait, looking. do you really? Yeah. How many is how many plural cameras do you have? I, well, I exaggerated. I have three. I'm not going to tell everyone where they are, but one is definitely on the front porch. And you know, I used to want to get one of those doorbells, the the rings, you right. know, where you, you, you. But now you can get the the cameras that you could talk back and forth with people through the camera. You can do that with the ring too. I know, but I thought it was just the ring. I didn't, you know, I didn't look into these cameras. Oh, okay. You saw you found a camera you could do that yeah, with. Yeah. So all all the cameras around the house now, you can just hit the app and go, hey, hey, scumbag, you don't belong here. Get off my property. We really have become an antisocial society, haven't we? <laughs> we don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to come to the door. I'm talking about a burglar, not my neighbor. Just leave the Girl Scout cookies and slowly walk away. <laughs> Money's in the mailbox. Don't talk to me. Well, that is a little creepy, though. If you if, if say you have one of those cameras and you're having a, a door dash you know, do you have the courtesy to answer the door, or do you just talk through the camera? Leave, 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 leave the Applebee's. Oh, on my front now porch. when you use DoorDash or Grubhub, you, they leave it at the door. They they leave it at the door. Maybe they ring the bell. They text you like your food's there. There's no communication whatsoever. I had 
a DoorDash incident over the holidays. You did that, not. That angered me in ways. Uh, this this may surprise you. I ordered fast food. What? Fast food from DoorDash. That's beyond my understanding. Or one of the other. So uh, what happened? I, they left out my, my, my chili. Stop. So- <laughs> Stop. Everyone, it's going to get real personal for a minute. I'm coming in hot. You who just made chili in an Instant Pot. Mm-hmm. You ordered fast food chili? It was for Fingers Malloy Sr., who, you know, I, I told him I was getting uh, Wendy's. And uh, we're, we're sitting down for the big game, the Michigan-Ohio State game. You are forgiven. You're forgiven. And he's like, ah, no, nah, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Oh, you're going to Wendy's? Give me some chili. So naturally, the one thing that they leave out is the chili. So I had a choice. I tried to get a hold of the... Uh, the, the driver, driver, and I'm showing you how on radio I was trying to get a hold of the driver right, by moving your thumbs, by moving my thumbs um, frantically. Yes, so I ended up having to call the restaurant and go, and I had to go get the chili. So what was the point? <laughs> Did you get extra frosties while you were there? No, but they gave me an extra spoon and uh, uh, two extra packages of saltines. So it was well worth the trip. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I could see, I could see how leaving the house was worth it. But if Wendy's would have put an Apple AirTag on the chili, then it could have been tracked, and they would have known that they left the chili right at Wendy's. Was it there waiting for you, or did they give you a fresh... They gave me a fresh... Hold on. <laughs> did they give you a fresh Wendy's chili? I it, Listen. Uh, We've all had it. Screw off. We've had that in the baked potato. That's who we are. <laughs> You're an American. You've done it at least and once. And you poured the chili on top of, of the baked course. potato. Of course. What am I, an animal? A savage? <laughs> so, uh, yes, it was... Uh, well. But, you know, Dad's getting up there in years. He was happy with it, so I'm, I'm going to go with it. it was fresh. But your food was cold when you got back. Of course it was. You ate it anyway. Of course I did. And you watched Michigan beat Ohio State. Pummel Ohio State. You think Michigan can win a national championship? Having to go up against Georgia. Alabama goes up against Cincinnati. You've got Michigan going up against Georgia. Dude, that's a national championship game. Yeah. If Michigan were to win a national championship... Think about how impressive the path would be. They beat Ohio State, pummel Ohio State. Then they have to go through Georgia and then Alabama. I don't think they're going to do it, but I, I I wouldn't be shocked if they do. What are the odds on Cincinnati right now? Is that where should I put my money? Oh, yeah. Put my money on Cincinnati. They're 13-0. and 0. They're 13-0. and 0. Give them some respect. Bearcats, what up? Is, 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 that, is that their battle cry? Bearcats, what up? I'm pretty sure it is. Hold on, wait. <laughs> they are the Bearcats, right? Sure. All right. <laughs> For the purposes of this conversation. I try so hard, everybody. <laughs> no, actually, I think they are the Bearcats. I think they are, too. So, no, they have uh, no shot. The key to winning a national championship is a good night's sleep. And that's why you need my pillow. That kid's is called a Segway. I'm a professional for a reason. MyPillow.com, and you use promo code Tony. And with all the supply chain issues, MyPillow products are in stock. No back orders. No delays for the shipping on all their products because MyPillow products are made 100% in the U.S. They have a huge inventory, so customers have gifts for everyone. And no supply chain issues. As I said, Christmas not canceled with my pillow and they've got everything the sheets the slippers the robes the cardigans go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener square and you want to use promo code tony t-o-n-y you can get 40 percent off my slippers 50 percent off my pillow toppers and you can get an incredible deal on the my pillow giza dream 
bed sheets, which uh, I love and I use. And the products have a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. That's what you want to do. And you also want to get the new book, Let's Go Bourbon. It's quotes, it's history, it's recipes. Let's Go Bourbon. It's our new book at Amazon.com. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. I've been wanting to go big bourbon. I have been feeling the need to go big bourbon. I mean, I want that big oak. I want that bit of vanilla. I want that caramel flavor that 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 is bourbon in that traditional sense and, and of course, when you've written the book as we have, Let's Go Bourbon, you might want to celebrate with a glass. Uh, but going old bones bourbon 15-year, I may have bit off more than I could chew. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, and from the guys at Backbone Bourbon, the old bones bourbon 15-year at 53.5% alcohol or 107 proof. Getting some applause from Fingers Malloy. 78% corn. That is huge corn on the mash bill. 13% rye and 9% malted barley. And this right here, man, that is that is a nice, dark, rich-looking amber to, to a, with a touch of red in it. Touch of, just a touch of red and as we move it around the glass it's got a touch of viscosity not much not sticking too much just a little bit right there now when we do bourbon we always do it neat and then decide to bring it to a cube or ice chips or just a little bit of cool water extremely important to do so right i I should take but let me take that back you don't have to but there's nothing wrong with doing it but adding the water adding the ice it changes the bourbon, brings things out of it. Adding the water, by definition, is going to bring down the proof. Bourbon has to be 51% corn by law. You'll know this if you get our book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. <laughs> All right, that's the last of the pitch. That's the last until until like 20 minutes from now. That's the last <laughs> of, of the pitch. It's, used, it, it's put into first use charred oak barrels, and it has to come out of the barrel at at least 80 proof. Fingers Malloy just took the nose and he was thrown back in his chair. Fingers Malloy, you took the nose of it. What, what are you getting? Except for pain. Uh, listen, I, a little bit too... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit too much of an inhale for me on that, but uh, it, there's a, a cherry to it. A little bit of spice. Oh, yeah. When I was t- talk about the right bourbon flavors in there, there's a there's a touch of nutty. There's a touch of citrus. Oh, not oak on that, but no. oh, that citrus is beautiful. Oh, and it's deep. It's like deep rich. It's not floral. It's not hitting in like a bright light kind of way. It's hitting earthy, like like oh, it's like old school. Well, and then you also get that. You've described it as ethanol, uh, right? That alcohol kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that alcohol. Uh, that's where it hit me because I, I I freely admit maybe I put a little bit too much of my nose in there and took a little bit too much on the inhale, but uh, it's very pleasant on the nose. Oh, that's that's just the right flavor. 
the right flavor indeed. This is the Old Bones Bourbon 15-year reserve. Now, the question is, Fingers Malloy, are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. There we go. We do it neat and then decide. Fingers Malloy goes first, doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew. That's how you move it around the palate, right? Sometimes you want to do two sips because the first sip really is going to kind of set the tongue. And then you do it again, and you can kind of get more of the flavors as opposed to just that sting. Fingers Malloy, where are you, Boo Bear? Oh, my goodness. Okay, first of all, there is quite a bit of sting and spice on the tongue, which is very nice. A little bit of uh, warmth in the chest, in the upper chest. Nothing overwhelming. Getting the oak, uh, that sweetness... I'm leaning more towards cherry, but you can I can see where you're, you're getting the, the citrus uh, and a little bit of vanilla as well. Very, very nice. I'm doing it. The Old Bones Bourbon 15-year reserve straight bourbon whiskey. 107 proof fingers. Nice. Here we go. He's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch. And he's... He's, he's doing the Memphis Munch. He's... He's doing the Memphis Munch. Oh, that is much easier than you let on. First of all, there is a... Cra- oh, there's the heat. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> it's funny. I lost all my chest hair, and then it all grew back. Oh, that just hit like a bomb mid-chest. <laughs> oh, there is a lot of really cool citrus going on a bit of orange there's a bit of lemon that that's happening i get what you're talking about there's a little bit of spice yeah but not not overwhelming and i would go more baking spice than heat there's a night there there's a little bit of oak undercurrent yep you know for 107 this doesn't play big no i don't think so i don't think so either i got more of a a little bit of that sting on the tongue uh than anything else, than a, than a burn or anything going down, and it didn't feel overwhelming. Like, oh my goodness, this is this is definitely over a hundred proof. Didn't get that. Now the cherry is interesting that you say that because that's not the sensation I'm getting. But how the cigar would play? We're doing the Arturo Fuente Hemingway masterpiece, the natural, which is a nine by fifty-two, and Fingers Malloy is deep into the second third right now of that cigar. Right, that's playing with for me some grasses and a little bit of butter, mm-hmm. and so how that plays to you naturally cherry to to citrus that's in the same field and I a, a different person could get a different feel on that but that is that is remarkably smooth for what it is yeah remarkably smooth oh I like it quite a bit I mean I'm, I'm I, I absolutely have to move it to a cube I mean not cool water it's going to the big rock the question fingers Malloy is is this in your liquor cabinet for $170. Well, <laughs> that... Uh, I just moved it to the cube. Uh, he just moved it to the cube. Listen, that's above what I'm willing to pay unless I really, really, really love it. Uh, this is very good. Would it be in my liquor cabinet? Probably not, but I'll tell you something. If I see this at my favorite lounge... I would definitely order it. I would definitely seek it out. It is it is very, very... Oh! The move to the cube brought out a little more butter and brought out the spice. Okay. Oh, my. Now, I'm telling you, 
170 is too rich for my blood. Yeah. Um, this would be a very, very nice gift. Extremely special occasion. Bourbon. It's luscious. Luscious is the word I'm going for on the cube. Really well, now, is. Now I'm going to have to try it Do on it. the cube. Move, he moves it to the cube as well. Fingers Malloy. The Old Bones bourbon. 15-year reserve on the cube. He's taking the sip, doing the Savannah Swish. Mm. Oh, wow. It took that the sting away. I mean, there's a little bit of a sting. And it brought, for me, it brought out that oak a little bit more. It took away a little bit of the sweetness. Uh, oh, this is this is wonderful. I just, at that price point, I just can't see myself buying a bottle of this. I 100% but- agree. It's, I, I can't. It's not going to happen at the price point. It's funny, the heat hits in different waves in the chest. It's crazy cool. But, oh, there are flavors here working just beautifully together. The Old Bones Bourbon 15-year reserve. If you like, you know what? Go to your local lounge and drink it and then decide if that bottle is yours. Just a little too rich for the blood, but the flavor's there. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. So Fingers Malloy is going to bring up the Instant Pot every four seconds. We might as well talk how to cook in one. The value of cooking in one. Slow cooker cooking is not something I grew up with ever. I never grew up with it. I never had it. My mother never touched it. She just wasn't her style. I don't know. Maybe growing up in Brooklyn, it just it never came to be. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. He, he's deep into lighting his cigar, touching it up a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I just didn't grow. Did you grow up with slow cooker cooking in, oh, in your family? You had, the, you had the slow cooker from like the 1960s. Uh, you know, that would break be broken out in the 90s for uh, Thanksgiving or work potluck. Um, in Indiana, they call them a pitchin. You got the slow cooker of uh, chili or stew or stewed chili, and uh, everyone some variation of stew. Yeah, everyone or chili. Everyone huddled around the slow cooker. The whole family they gathered around. Is that like it? A fireside chat of flavor. Well, we have from the people that eat this, not that. These are the dishes. The most popular slow cooker dish in every state. I will tell you that now, married and with kids, we've used it before, and we've created some good things out of it. We've never done chili in a slow cooker. Never done chili in a slow cooker. We have done corned beef in a slow cooker. We've tried it. Actually works out pretty well. Arizona, corned beef and cabbage. That's their dish in a slow You don't like corned beef and cabbage? I'm Irish. I oh, don't. you just had enough. I, there, there's only so much. I, right. I, I, you know, it's one of those things where St. Patrick's Day, you know, you go to a St. Patrick's Day uh, party or, or, you know, they, you know, the bars around the area will have, oh, have the corned beef and cabbage. And you have it once to remind yourself why you don't eat corned beef and cabbage the rest of the year. Not having grown up with it, but grew up with corned beef I, all, all day, all night. Great, great, perfect uh, com- combination. Uh, same thing they do in California with the slow cooker. In Colorado, they're doing carnitas. I mean, they're making tacos uh, with it, right? Well, what else are you going to do with carnitas? It's going into a, a tortilla of some kind. That, that's what's happening. I mean, the whole purpose of a slow cooker when you're dealing with meat, you take those cheaper cuts of meat, 
They're usually much tougher. You need to have the time to break them down. That's exactly what what you're doing. You got to bring break down those, those those tendons, those fibers right there, and that's why you need the time to do it. That's that's what pot roast is. Uh, question from the peanut gallery. Peanut gallery. Uh, well, first of all, I I don't think uh, tacos when I think Colorado, uh, but uh, I don't know what carnitas is. That's that's sad. Uh, carnitas. We didn't get pork. we didn't get much of that in Michigan. Call, call it call it uh, 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 pork. It's like this. I think traditionally it's like a one pot Mexican dish, is is how you would, you would describe it, and you would take the seasoned pork, and then you would cook it. Uh, I I would assume. I would assume because it was probably something that was done by people who didn't have the money, lard, uh, whatever fat that they could cook it in, oh, they see, would cook it in. Growing up in Michigan, we had pork. It was it was called pulled. Oh, is that it? Yes, pulled pork. Have you never wait? Have you never had carnitas? No, I didn't. Oh, son. Oh, dear. I, I, I need to give everybody a moment to finish screaming. You could actually hear them reaching out to you on Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke, saying, how? How is this possible? You know why? They don't serve it at McDonald's. Oh, there you go. They don't serve it at McDonald's. In Delaware, uh, their slow cooker meal is chicken and dumplings, which is really just a version of matzo ball soup as I see it. Because uh, it's same look, same style, same feel. So, oh, well, you, again, yes, uh, yes, the, with the matzo ball soup. Right. What is what is the broth in a matzo ball soup? Chicken, chicken soup. Just it's chicken, just chicken soup, soup with matzo balls. Yes. And what's a matzo ball? Um, so take a piece of matzo, which is basically a cracker. Okay. And then grind it pretty fine. Would right? you mill it? You could mill it if if you chose, or could you could use a food <laughs> processor Ooh. like a suburbanite, right? But you could use matzo meal. They sell it and things like that, and you use egg and some salt, and you put that t- together, and then and then plop. Right in there, and then of course there's a there's a big fight amongst my people, being Jewish myself. Mm-hmm. Do you want your, fl- uh, your your matzo ball nice and fluffy, or do you want your matzo ball dense? So if someone carries three of them, they sink to the bottom of the ocean. I would think dense, right? Dense or die. That is the <laughs> correct answer, and I will fight any Jewish person on this, which is a weird thing to say on radio. I I am going to get letters from the FCC. <laughs> Guaranteed, your buddy back, or at least your rabbi. My rabbi, my rabbi would agree with me. Mm. Rabbi Ben would absolutely agree with me. In the weirdest one, pea soup. Oh. That's In a, Florida? I mean, you, just, uh, you wouldn't think it's soup. Pea soup is a punishment, right? Uh, I, think, I think done right. It, it, can, it can be solid. You tell, you're telling me right now, when you go to uh, one of your fancy restaurants that you like to go to, and you get the steak, right. and then they say, uh, the, the soup of the day is pea. And you say to yourself, oh, I need, give, give me two bowls. Is that, is that what you're telling me? Well, maybe I'd start with a cup and just see how it goes. <laughs> it's super hearty, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it can be good. It can be good. Now, my favorite soup, if we're doing soups, Italian wedding. A little bit of pastina, the meatballs that you do. Oh, Italian, Italian wedding soup is the perfect combina- combination between something thick and hearty and something brothy. Question from the peanut gallery. Oh, stop it. What's a, what's a wedding? <laughs> no. If you ask me what an Italian is, I'm leaving the show. <laughs> Does Chunky make Italian soup? Maybe. Italian, what, Italian wedding Italian soup? Italian wedding soup. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's good. In Indiana, where we are, what they make in the slow cooker? Tenderloin? Sausage. 
sausage, and you throw in some peppers and onions. Mm. Basically, they took everything that you would have gotten at Satrial's from the Sopranos and said, how do we Midwest this mother? <laughs> Slow cooker. I can Slow- see that. That actually sound- sounds really, really good. Now we get into the full-on heresy, and I defy anybody to explain to me how this is possible. In Iowa, their slow cooker meal, lasagna. I know quite a bit of people in the Italian community in Iowa, and that's the only way they make their uh, their lasagna. <laughs> I, no. I guess I guess you're 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 laying it in there, and it's slowly going to cook over time, and and the, the the noodles will absorb the moisture. Will but, they? Are you, are you going to have lasagna soup? Yeah. Yeah, because that's got to be a thing. Too much moisture, you have soup. Not enough moisture, you've got something very crunchy. Very, very crunchy indeed. Louisiana, they've got a chili. In Maine, it's a buffalo chicken dip. Yes. Yes. By the way, you're, you're Michigan. You're, and congratulations to the Detroit Lions winning a game. Fingers in the way, how do you feel? Uh, I, I, I streaked in the neighborhood uh, carrying my Lions flag after the victory. It's embarrassing. By the way, is there an actual flag or is that just what you call it? There's an actual flag. Michigan, corned beef and cabbage. See? What did I tell you? <laughs> you win. You win that round. In Mississippi, it's pork chops. I don't, I, I don't know. Is it in broth? I mean, what do you? I, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a loss. And in North Carolina, it's barbecue chicken. Well, of course, everything's barbecue chicken in North Carolina. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Uh, the list will be up there at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And uh, I don't know. Tell me what you make in your slow cooker. We'd love to see your recipes because making more recipes, that's a big thing coming for us in 2022. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And Instagram at eat, drink, smoke podcast. Now, we try very hard when we do the show uh, to avoid politics. And we think we do a pretty good job of it. But we don't avoid subjects that affect our lives. And, of course, we've talked COVID. We've talked supply chains. And we've talked uh, about the way people act on airplanes and, and the... And really the danger they put other people in when they, they act up and act crazy. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. And that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. And get the podcast if you haven't already. That's going huge. Thanks to you. And we greatly appreciate it. Uh, we'd be out of our heads if we didn't discuss really what is the part two story to the story out of Michigan and Oxford High School and the shooting that took place there. Four students dead, another student being charged with the murders. And not only is this student being charged, the parents are being charged with serious levels of neglect. They have been uh, arrested. They knew that the kid was having issues. The school knew the kid was having issues. There were threats on social media that no one focused on. The parents were in the school that morning because they were called in for a meeting about drawings this kid had done. And you'll notice we don't use names. Uh, Fingers and Malloy and I come from the political world. And that, that's how we met. We met uh, as, as radio hosts and doing a political talk. And one of the things that really became an issue for radio hosts very early on was whether or not you share the name 
of somebody engaged in these kinds of shootings, whether we're talking about going back to Aurora, Colorado, or, or, or you know, or um, uh, the, the go back to, oh, what's Columbine. The, Columbine. Gosh, I couldn't remember Columbine. Columbine. And so, some of these things, uh, because some of these kids or adults, whatever, they're, they're looking for the fame. And it's, we don't think it's our job to give them fame. Right. We're not interested in, in participating in that, so we don't use names. But the parents were there because the kid was an issue, and the parents were like, oh, he's fine. Wouldn't take him home, refused to take him home. And so he was sent back to class, and there are real conversations about if you really thought he was a problem, did anybody check a backpack? Would they have found the firearm in the backpack? Could they have stopped this before it started? And then... Like, like, that's where the story has been ending, but that's not where the story ends. There was a shooting that was thwarted at a, at a, a high school. It was a middle school in South Carolina, and I, I, there was another one. And near where we live in central Indiana, we have been inundated by people sending us the alerts that their schools have been getting regarding, well, what could only be described as copycats. Right. And the idea that kids see this, and they're like, okay, well... I've been thinking about doing something terrible or I have some kind of inner demon or I don't know how to deal with X, Y, or Z problem. I'm going to do this too. Yeah. And it used to be, you, you would see it, you know, back in, I remember back at my school where kids would try to think of any way to get their school day canceled, postponed, and they, you know, and they, they would take these threats somewhat seriously, but, uh, you know, maybe not so much so. When when you see something that is suspicious, when you when you hear something that makes your uh, alarm bell internal alarm bell go off as as a student, you need to you need to report what you hear. So fingers and I live I'd say fifteen minutes away from each other, and and our kids are in two different school districts, and they have both had calls uh, reaching out to the parents about threats that were heard, and there have been schools. When I say plural six or seven yeah. that have all been having these copycat kind of situations. Some of them, they t- sometimes they turn out to be nothing. Police get involved. And sometimes kids, young kids, we're talking 13-year-olds, are getting arrested. And to your point about reporting it, when, when this happened in Michigan, I sat my children down and told them they have to report it. They have to either call us and tell us. First, first thing we did is talk about what you do. There's a time to hide. There's a time to run. If you're near an exit door, run. And we have places to meet our kids. If something goes on, we know where they are going to supposed to meet us, and we go to that spot. That We already have that plan in place. Maybe other people don't. I think that, that you should. And so we're clear. Do you know how absolutely horrible it is that you have to have that plan? Yeah. You got to have that plan, though. But the other thing we talked about is copycats come up, and it, it, you're, you're, you're not a snitch. We're talking about damage that can be done and people dead. Your job, you, if you hear it, you got to at least tell us. You got to tell somebody. Well, and the other thing, too, is, you know, most of this stuff happens in high school. So, you know, you can you could see where people would maybe let their guard down. But you, you've got to take it seriously with kids much younger. In, you know, in our area, we had a shooting at a middle school back in 2018, Noblesville. That's right. You, you, you can't just assume that uh, you know this is just happening in high schools. If you're hearing uh, middle school kids making threats like this, uh, you know, behaving in ways that that make you wonder whether they need some sort of help, you need to address it and not just 
just put it off and, and now, think that that's like nothing's going to happen here. For those who don't know, Noblesville is a suburb of Indianapolis to the north and to the east yes. of, of Indianapolis. Kids unable to deal with things around them and thinking that the girl didn't date me. I got an F on the test. I don't have enough friends. I'm too fat. I'm too this. And not knowing how to deal with that. That's, that's the subject. The subject is not what's happening in terms of the shooting. And I'm not trying to be dismissive of it. It's that these, these kids are not equipped with skills to be able to deal with disappointment or heartache or, or many other things. And they feel completely isolated out. And there is a conversation of parents who are not paying attention, although I, I, I'm willing to bet you there have been stories of parents who totally paid attention, did everything they could, and still something horrible happened. Right. We, we have to be aware that children today have gone through so much during this pandemic. They were you know, not allowed Suicide to go to Suicide rates school. up. Obesity rates That's up. That's where it's I was tragic. going. The, 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 you know, the, the, the percentage of kids that are suffering from depression and anxiety it has skyrocketed during the pandemic because they've had to you know, go stay home from school. Uh, they aren't seeing their friends. So you really have to keep an eye on your kids to make sure that they're okay and take things seriously when you see that their behavior seems to be off. And they have to... They have to be able to feel good enough to talk to you. Yeah. And you have to be strong enough to talk to them. And, it, 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 you know, it's such a dumb thing to say it starts with us. But of course it does. In terms of the communication, it has to start with us. Your kids are, are, are most probably just normal kids, normal dudes, normal girls, normal everything. But how they deal with these other things and what's going on in school and what they hear, they can't feel like, oh, I can't be the one who says anything. Oh, what if it's not real? Well, that's not the argument. What if it is, is the argument. That doesn't mean you, and you get sometimes to the other side where kids will make it up to try and hurt another kid. And that's, yeah. a, 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 that's a whole different level of danger. You got to say the words and your kids have to know that they can and should say the words. And you need to stress to your kids that they aren't really equipped to make the decision if it is a serious threat or not. Yeah. You report it to adults who can make the determination whether it's a serious threat or it's not. It's the part two of this story out of Michigan, which is an awful story, um, that that I think allows us to actually do something about this and really be dug in. So I, I know I did it with my kids. I know you fingers yep. did it with, with your kids. It's, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative that they are able to be empowered to be able to do these things. The Arturo Fuente... Hemingway masterpiece, fifteen dollars a stick, nine by fifty-two. It's a nine-inch long smoke. It's worth trying. It is absolutely worth trying. There's probably a couple in my humidor and the Old Bones fifteen-year reserve. It's one hundred and seven proof. Thank you for giving me away. Oh look, one hundred and seventy dollars a bottle. It's just not in my liquor cabinet that. But as a drink, fingers Malloy, it's solid. Yep, gotta seek it out. And I think that this was a wonderful pairing. Yeah, no, no. Worked very well together, and thanks to Ian Bennett of Case Elegance. By the way, the Claro Cigars, K-L-A-R-O, Claro Cigars. If you use the promo code Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, you'll get 50% off your first month of that cigar subscription. Very cool. Just use my name, Tony Katz, and you'll get 50% off that first month. And the book, Let's Go Bourbon, perfect for Christmas. Stocking stuffers, get 100 it's at Amazon.com. Order the book. Order tens of thousands of copies. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. 
Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. 